Big Little Besties, welcome back to After Bedtime, where today, back by popular demand, another episode where we answer all your burning questions that you've sent into us. It's going to be really fun. Besties, you know that After Bedtime, this is a podcast where we navigate the wild world of parenting after our little ones have gone to sleep. But we can't forget our other little babies, our furry little troublemakers, our dogs. I have a little pug. His name is Moki and we call him Momo and he really is my number one baby. He was my first child. And at the same time, as much as we love our pets, we know they can get into um, some trouble sometimes. Let me tell you about a time that my sweet, sweet baby Moki got into a bit of trouble. My one-year-old was just learning how to do solids. He's practicing. I gave him a huge lamb bone. And the baby, being a baby, accidentally dropped it on the floor. And within seconds, I kid you not, I looked over before I could grab it. Moki inhaled the lamb bone all six inches in a pug down his throat. It was horrifying. We rushed him to an emergency vet. And thankfully, thankfully, it was a three-day journey. He is okay. But trust me, the vet bills, they were no joke. Speaking of which, we wanted to share a message from our partner Spot Pet Insurance because Spot Pet Insurance plans can offer up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills, which sounds like a game changer and something I wish I had on the Moki Lambone fiasco. Honestly, like it was bad on top of bad when I got the bill. But now imagine getting up to 90% cash back on that bill. And the Spot Pet Insurance Plan offers not only coverage for accidents and illness plans, but an optional preventative care benefit as well to help with the cost for routine wellness, vaccines, and more. And if you catch yourself thinking like, mm, is it expensive? Let me tell you, it is probably less expensive than the unexpected $1,800 vet bill that I got served. Go to spotpetinsurance.com today and get a free quote instantly. It's very easy. Disclaimer, paid ad for Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductible, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply for all terms. Visit spotpetins.com slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Finally, here we are. It's after bedtime, the kids are asleep, and it is time to get down. I'm Kristen. And I'm Dina. We're the duo behind the ever-popular Instagram account, Big Little Feelings, which helps you navigate all things parenthood. But this is not a boring parenting podcast. There will be inappropriate jokes. We will be getting down and dirty. So put those babies to bed and let's have fun. Kristen, girl. Oh my God. Hi. What's going on in your hey, world? Besties, besties. I'm not going to not sing, okay? I you feel can. like. We're I'm very different sing people. You sing. I don't want to sing. Yeah, no, you, sh- you don't you know? have to. Like, like I shouldn't the- either, for the record. I just <laughs> want, I want to. I like your voice. Oh, well, that's kind and maybe a stretch. But, but we are very you. different. Like, you're yeah. the person who's going to go to New York and you're going to go to a musical. Yeah. And I absolutely 
else but that i can't wait <laughs> you're doing That's it again I'm literally going to oh god i'm already singing sorry i'm literally in a few weeks gonna take my girls to go see wicked and i cannot wait i cannot see, wait we're all it's not different. that i'm like interested in singing either i don't know i don't know what where this is coming from like i don't sing in a shower i don't do you know what this Hold is on, therapist question for you oh, let's get deep uh-oh but like little you uh, did little you oh, want to sing yes oh, oh there it is boy. yeah that feels shameful to admit you know mm-hmm. we can process that okay i'm gonna take that to erica um <laughs> speaking of taking it to therapy i almost texted you but it was like i don't know your borderline zone right it was like 10 15 it's too late for I was you. Asleep. it's too late yeah. for you my husband and i were sitting on the couch okay and as one does i was trying to look up the full birth chart of my youngest child because i realized like oh my god with the other two i had like a full birth chart astrology you can believe it you cannot believe it but like it's not gonna hurt anybody you know what i mean i always have the birth chart so Mm -hmm. he's already a year old and i never got his birth chart done for free by the way on the internet through like a free service bless like, the internet yeah this is not like a real deal yeah to be very clear this is not a dollar is being spent on this just your soul um, energies but yeah go on. so i enter the details it's literally the exact same chart that i've used for like my other kids every member of my family you know sometimes you're just like oh that makes sense that's right. why he was so right mm-hmm. you know it can feel nice yeah like what oh they're rising sign like of course oh wow that makes sense makes a lot of sense you know and so i did it (laughs) i swear to god i swear to god dita i look at the chart and it says sun sign this is for my third baby sun Mm -hmm. sign which means your regular old sign libra oh wow and big little bestie if you listen to episode two you will know that (sighs) I'm just going to admit it. I'm a crazy person. This is not this is not something that a normal person would do. I picked the birth date of my third child because I had well to be well you were getting induced yeah I was getting induced and there were five different dates okay and four of the dates were Libra I already have a Libra my oldest Libra she's the best and one of the dates was Virgo and I'm a Virgo and like switch it up I want a Virgo I'm gonna have a Virgo baby okay so that was the whole reason the whole reason we manifested I can vouch I was very quick I watched you at the hospital you watched making this happen from zero to ten to be like I'm happy having this baby as a Virgo to now day despite all the odds and then I open this chart from Google that's like sun sign Libra low-key I almost died yeah did you almost had a heart attack and died Dina is he a Virgo I mean I want to (laughs) say physically yes but everything (laughs) in his little soul no Okay, but I saw his rising sign too, and so like maybe that makes sense. Okay. But like Loki, I think it. he's a. Vir- I think it's like I think he's a Virgo. See, but I'm only playing off of like Uh-oh. you and my husband, like okay. the two crazy Virgos that uh-huh. I know, and he just doesn't seem as crazy yet. Well, I wonder what Mike's rising sign is though, because yeah. I do think a large a part of my yeah, <laughs> mar- part of my crazy too is the Scorpio. Mm. It's like it's oh, not a great wow. combo. That's yeah, making no, sense to me. Virgo with a Scorpio rising, like that's not no if anybody's listening that's that you're perfect um but also like 
pretty nuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Don't worry, I'm a Gemini. It's yeah, a roller coaster. It's fun. We're Okay, everyone closed out. They're not into astrology. <laughs> I know. We're not really that into astrology I either. Know. I, I just, was just thinking that. I was like, we really sound like astrology people right now. <laughs> like, we really do. I'm like, are you charging it. your crystals? I'm here for it. No, like, we're not. not That's the all. thing. We're not. One time, though, I did bury an egg in the backyard because a healer told me to but in order to get a baby. Yeah, after the miscarriage. That one makes sense to me. That was prescribed by an expert. First of all, I did Omnithorpe. I did all of the IVF drugs. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I'm here for Western medicine and I will do IVF and I will also bury an egg in the yard. It's not going to hurt. Like if there's a ritual or there's like a medicine, I'm going to do both. Okay. Speaking of Western medicine, I'm literally going in for surgery in a few days. Girl. Like I've been trying not to think about it. I've been trying not to. This is not even about me. I'm trying not to think about it. Okay. Big little bestie. Mm. I've been having severe period pain for really over a year now. Saw several doctors Mm, they were all like you know periods can just be a little bit painful like Mm. keep an eye on that and low-key that did not sit well with me because it's just so unbearably painful long story short went to a different doctor who was like oh yeah no every symptom you have is that of endometriosis and i'm going in for surgery to see if that's what it is because apparently that's like according to this doctor the only way you can actually confirm it and if that's what it is you scrape it all out some wild going under i mean i think we said this on a different episode but i mean it when i say like we've been besties for a long time i mean 20 years whatever it may be i literally watched you give birth unmedicated and not flinch get a tattoo on your ribs and you asked like are they starting yet is what we said last time you were like are they starting yet and you literally the pain is like Side note. most painful part of your Side body note, this is so yes, random but my toddler this morning made me watch the video of me giving birth <laughs> like this morning oh, that. Hey, he does that a lot it's so cute he he watched you giving birth yes to oh, him my and his brother kids have not done that yet Oh, that's, that's interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> I'll sit with that one for a while. No, that's uh, <laughs> a lot of people probably have their toddlers like in the room. Yeah, some birth, people do probably. home birth. People yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, Can you imagine, like first of all, by the way, when we say this, like your toddler can watch that because to my point, you were literally in a cute little bra and you were just like. It was a lacy cute one. It was, yeah. It was gorgeous. And you were like making no, and it was just beautiful, right? Whereas like if my kids saw my birth, (laughs) if anyone saw my birth, they would need to go to therapy for 30 years because I am just screaming, just screaming, screaming, (laughs) screaming. Louder than anyone's ever screamed before. Yeah. That's true. No, it was good. I liked it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was crying for okay. the record. It was okay. just so intense. Yeah. Um, okay, anyways. <laughs> back to intense. So you're having surgery on Tuesday. Yeah. They're going to maybe scrape it out. Mm-hmm. We're going to first see. We're going to assess. Yeah. If it is endometriosis. Yeah. What if it's not? I don't know. Is the thing that you keep kind of talking about. I've been thinking about that all today. I mean... Before I had kids, I had a lot of GI issues. So like, Mm. is it that? And I brought that up to the doctor, actually. So I guess that's my next path is like, really, he felt confident. He literally told me he's like, he's Russian, by the way. He's like, I have only sent four people to surgery and been wrong. Okay. And I was like, okay. I trust you. Okay, well... That sounds like a pretty good statistic. Yeah. You know? So we'll see. You're also in a lot of pain. Like I watch you yeah. and it's like unbearable pain from you. Yeah. From yeah. you. Who's like. I think that was your point of anything. childbirth. <laughs> yeah. Push through 
anything yeah. and you're fine and you don't feel pain at all so like i know i feel like i feel like this is this is it I you know? know it's been pretty consistent <sighs> okay you'll report, you'll report back for the besties Ooh, i'm gonna be brave okay she's gonna be brave i'm and gonna do bring it. you food besties i'll report back soon oh my god okay speaking of besties we have some amazing questions from the besties today i cannot wait to unpack them me too i haven't looked yet i'm excited oh my god they're good let's do it okay Okay, we're big believers that small, easy changes can have big results. And that goes for your skincare routine too. These days, it's so confusing to know what product works for this and that and which work together in what order. So I'm just gonna make it easy for you. The work system from Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, it's high-end skincare that's affordable and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. And when I say clean, by the way, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient so you can use their products daily with confidence. I do not have time to remember a 10-step routine. The work system is everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, with spring and summer around the corner, I love anything with sunscreen. Their tinted glow wonder screen with SPF 30 just came out in new shades and it's amazing. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their product reviews are literally all five stars. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com, dimebeautyco.com. It's about time you've checked out Dime. All right, besties, let's do this. Question one is from Melissa. Did your potty training course, it works so well. Amazing. Love that. Love to hear that. Okay. But after my toddler gained some independence with potty training, she's now having huge reactions to us holding boundaries, so much pushback and insisting she does it her way or gets what she wants. Any tips for preventing or navigating tantrums? Mm, Good Mm. question, Melissa. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, especially during the toddler years. I mean, their brain development is just like on fire. And Mm. frankly, they're building independence. And that means a ton of pushback, a ton of wanting to do everything their way. And yeah, including potty training. Well, anytime you do something new or that like shakes things up, you're probably going to notice this besties is that that's when tantrums are going to level up. That's when testing is going to kind of level up. Defiance, if you want to call it that. Don't love that word. But, you know, pushing. We're just pushing and pushing and pushing. And I feel like during potty training and around, like they're already potty trained. So three weeks later, you're still just like, I'm going to break. Like I am being pushed to my limit. But here's the advice, right? It all comes back to boundaries. It does. It really really all comes back to boundaries because your toddler is not testing you on purpose. They are not manipulating you. They are not pushing your buttons on purpose. They are literally trying to make sense of how the world works. And I feel like their brains are just set afire during these like transitional periods of extra through the top. Like, okay, um, everything's a little unsettled. So like, let me just test it. Like if I do this, then this, if I do this, then this. Right. And so we need to be consistent to show them when we say screen time is all done no matter what no matter how much protesting or screaming or yelling we mean that screen time is all done 
Exactly. And you're going to see it in so many different ways. Mm. It's not time to go to the park right now. Mm -hmm. That's not on the menu right now. Like whatever it is. And the key thing is to just try your best to hold those boundaries and not waver and give in. Because when we do, we accidentally send a very confusing message, which is, well, if you scream and cry and push hard enough, like you actually might get exactly what you want. And we almost guarantee a longer, stronger tantrum for next time. A hundred percent. It's so literal because yeah. it's like, okay, tantruming and crying and screaming. Again, they're not doing it on purpose, but they're noticing this pattern of like, okay, big like tantrum. Oh, wow. Now I get five more minutes. I just ran away from mom at the park. So I get five more minutes at the park or I get another episode of screen time. So when we don't make that correlation, now what we're doing is we're just allowing their upset feelings, right? It's like yep. there is no correlation of getting a, a reward for that or getting more time at the park or whatever it may be that they're melting down about. It's okay for them to be upset about it. Yeah. And wow. it's true. Okay, but wait, but also Melissa's question about preventing a tantrum. That's yes. a good question. Yeah. We can prevent tantrums. I mean, some of the time, right? I mean, yeah, sometimes like we're hungry, we're thirsty, we're, it's not going to happen. But yep. sometimes absolutely try giving a choice. I was just going to say that. giving a choice. When you give them a choice, you give them a little bit of age appropriate power, which as we're saying, they're building this independence. They crave power and control. Go ahead and let them make a little decision. Mm-hmm. You know, like what plate do you want to use today on lunch you don't get to pick what's on the menu that's right. my grown-up job that's a big decision but you get to pick which plate do you want today right and they don't get to sort of decide how long screen time is going to be or what how late we do screen time that's our job okay mm-hmm. we make the big decisions but your child can choose which episode of elmo we are watching or any sort of little power or control you can give them absolutely try that and that can prevent the tantrum a lot of the times it makes them feel like they're in charge in some way they're collaborating rather than you just kind of snapping things at them another very quick one that's so easy i mean again in our course winning the toddler stage by the way we have all of these preventing the tantrum game plans a whole section a whole module but another one that's really quick and easy and dirty that I can explain that I love is just like, and you're not going to want to hear this. It's just have fun. <laughs> like, just go with it, right? We actually call it follow the leader, where it's like, listen, any situation that you can make fun and get on a toddler's level and be like, you're the captain of the ship. Like, can you drive this ship? And it's the stroller. Can you drive this ship home? Do you know where our home is? And that's how you leave the park. Like, you know, we're all exhausted. Oh no, Bunny doesn't know how to put the car seat buckles on. Let's show him. Dude, that works. You're (laughs) like, you're saying it in that voice, you know? And I I feel that deeply in my soul, (laughs) but it works. It really does work. It really does work. And honestly, sometimes I like to be fun mom. Sometimes I'm tired and yeah. I don't necessarily want to be fun mom. But once you're in fun mom and you're yeah. doing the bunny and you're doing Sometimes the thing, it's like, hard to pull out. Yeah, it's then nice. You do it and you're like, oh my God, teeth brushing, not that bad right now. Yeah, and it you works. Know, play the song. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Melissa, thank you for asking that question. You're amazing. I love you. Alex wants to know how do you teach your kid about stranger danger? I want my kids to be safe, but also I'm feeling confused because I don't want them to totally be scared of new people that are safe. Okay, Alex, I struggle with this all the time. I was literally just telling my husband yesterday about how, especially with our seven-year-old, I want to really start teaching, you know, safety and strangers and even with our four-year-old, of course, and even younger. And it's a really fine line of Mm -hmm. not making them 
anxious and scared of everyone. A hundred percent. And this is actually something that I get asked a ton. Mm -hmm. And so the most helpful reframe here is instead of thinking about stranger danger, because wow, that sends the alarm bells off for like most of us. We're like all strangers, bad, bad, bad. Mm Think about it as strange behavior, okay? That's what we're going to teach our kids to be on the lookout for is actually, it could be anyone we know. It could be coaches, teachers, like whoever it is. I know this is a really heavy topic to even think about. Trust me as a mom, I feel that. But when we think about strange behaviors, right, that's what we want to teach our kids. Like, for example, if someone says they're coming to pick you up from school today and no one has said that someone's coming to pick you up. Your parents didn't tell you that that's strange behavior. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone asks you to leave the group of kids and come to a secluded place or someone touches you in a private area, that is strange behavior. You go tell an adult right away. Or another example, if someone, a grown up, a kid is asking you to keep secrets from mm. your parents, that's strange behavior. Yes, I feel like. The blanket rule of we don't keep secrets in our house has to start young and start early because, you know, we do like, of course, you want to throw a surprise party or you want to have a present, but it can be confusing for little brains where it's like, we really want it to be clear that like, we don't keep secrets. You can tell us anything. You will never be in trouble. And if someone were to ever ask you to keep a secret, that strange behavior, you tell us right away. You'll never be in trouble. These are the things we want to teach our kids to be on the lookout for is strange behaviors. Because unfortunately, the statistics show that actually what we're all talking about, what we're trying to prevent here a little bit is sexual abuse, right? We're trying to be on the lookout for warning signs and flags and how to teach our children and warn them. And the statistics do show that it is oftentimes someone who is in the inner circle. And that's just something that is A, scary, but B, I feel like is such an important part of this knowledge and an important part of when we're talking about this, where it's not always what we were taught when we were growing up, where it's the stranger in the white van with candy, and to instead be talking about it in this way, where, listen, this could be a coach, this could be a friend, this could be an adult, this could also be another child, honestly, and what is strange behavior versus just what is kind of strangers in general and what you're looking out for. Exactly. And when a child is abused, by Mm -hmm. the way, it is never, ever a child's fault. Of course. And what we want to do is try and give them the tools to raise their hand and know when to run to an adult right away to stop it. Yeah. And to hopefully stop it from ever happening. But if it does, stop it right away. Yeah. If you follow us on Instagram, you know that Moki, my pug, he is my number one baby. He's my firstborn. I love him so much. But if I'm being really, really honest, ever since having kids, he doesn't get the attention that he used to. I do my best, but there's a lot going on. But one thing that makes me feel really good is we recently switched his food to the farmer's dog. And I cannot tell you how happy this little pug is every morning and every night when he's about to eat. Even my husband commented yesterday, he's like, I've never seen Moki prance around so excited. He loves this food. And I've noticed a difference where he does look happier. He has more energy. He just looks like a healthier dog. 
The farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced, and it's made from human-grade ingredients in safe, clean kitchens. Honestly, when you pour it, you can tell how real and how clean this food is. In hindsight now, I can really see how like traditional dry and wet dog food options are extremely processed and they can use so much lower quality ingredients than they claim to, and they're extremely difficult to portion accurately. And if you're using dry food or like store-bought food, no guilt. I did it for a really long time, but I now notice such a difference since I've switched him. Which is why I'm here sharing the farmer's dog with you so you can incorporate it into your family. And one little detail that I love it makes life easier is the farmer's dog isn't just higher quality food. They also send you the right pre-portioned size specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. This makes it really easy to help your dog reach and stay at their ideal weight, which is one of the biggest indicators of a full healthy life. In fact, dogs at healthy weights can live as much as 16% longer than overweight ones, and that's two and a half years. A fresh diet has been found to have all sorts of benefits from healthier coat and skin to better breath and even easier digestion and smaller, better poops. Yes, poops matter. A healthy diet isn't just important for humans. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com feelings. Let the farmer's dog know that we sent you. Use our code or click podcast after you sign up for your first box. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. Okay, Steph says, loved your episode with Andy Cohen. I was dying laughing. Oh my God, thank you, Steph. That's the- It was very fun. The biggest compliment. Yeah, that was the best day of my life. You asked him, F, Mary, kill, Shep, (laughs) Craig, and Austin. He answered, but what's your answer? Dina, you don't know who these people are. You definitely don't. You definitely don't get down with Southern Charm. I mean, that's too niche for you. No. I watch. I've watched a handful. I don't watch of Southern Charm. Yeah. Wow. I like I'm proud this show. Of you. Here's the problem okay. with me. Not only with this show, but okay. me as a human. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember anyone's name oh, ever for anything. This might be a more fun thing. Like, well, first of all, you have a hard time like identifying their celebrities. Any? Are you sure? Do you know? No. <laughs> I was being hopeful. I could like describe them. Like Shep is like the man child. Like he's like fifty, but he's right. still on the show. You know, See, that's like, the, kind of the one I know. Character. He's like whiny. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. That's the one I do know. The other you know ones Shep. I'm not you know recalling. Craig, he's like um. I feel like you need to correct. Like he's dark hair. Mm-hmm. Like pretty good looking. Right. Uh, I don't think you know Austin. I don't think you can go that deep on Austin. I don't think so. Okay. I mean, we could show you photos. I wish we had like photos to just show you, and, and it would be based too. on nothing, and that would almost like be a better test. I think 
think you should do that. Because it would be like off a of personality. Pull it up. Okay, bestie, hold on real quick. I'm going to look this up because I feel like this is better to have like a blind, it's almost like a blind taste test where you know yes. nothing about them. I'm good. <gasps> I just found, thank you, E! Online, three of them side by side. No joke. No, Here this you go. is perfect. Go. Okay, wait, Kristen. This is a blind taste test. Tell me the names again in the row. There's <laughs> okay. three in a row. Brunette is Craig. Okay. Craig, then Shep, then Austin. No, Ask Mary Kill. Okay. Okay. You don't know anything about them. You literally have no idea. Mary Craig. Okay. F. Austin. Okay. Kill Shep. Dude, that is the... That's so wild. Why? I'm dying and all of the Bravo besties are dying right now. That's the answer. What? That's the answer. My that heart was knew. Andy's answer too. Stop. My heart knew. Oh, I'm... Uh, that's like impressive. I actually kind of thought you were going to go for Austin and that's probably a little dig. Wow, <laughs> that's like, like slightly <laughs> offensive, but I kind of... I kind of get it too. You know me really well. Yeah, <laughs> just a little toxic. Just yeah, a little, little to- toxic. Just a touch a toxic. toxic. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Obviously, like, my answer. Make me feel bad. Like, what? <laughs> mom, is that you? Mom. Um, my answer is the same based on watching the show. I feel like us asking Andy that question was a little bit of like a slam dunk. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, obviously, in this season especially but in general we're all gonna marry craig you don't know this but craig was like a little bit of a mess and now he's like with Paige, and they are power couple and he has a company that's like sewing down he was supposed to be a lawyer and instead he like started this sewing pillow guy pillow guy and he's following his dreams everybody made fun of him chef right. and austin are giving that. him shit and he's like you know what I like pillows. I like sewing. I'm proud. Obviously, we're all marrying Craig. Shep, we're killing him. Like, what is he doing? What is he even doing this season? He's out of here. Like, gone. I can't believe you're even on this show anymore. Because, like, his DMs must be terrible. So, actually, my heart goes out to Shep right now. (laughs) We all want to kill him. Compassion. Yep. And... Austin, oh God, I guess we we have him. It's a real toss-up of who you want to kill, you know? Well, not according to their pictures for me, so. (laughs) (laughs) Or Andy, you know, and it's valid. It's fair. Yeah. Wow, I'm so impressed, Dina. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) So you can get down with the Bravo. I love a gold star, and you just gave me like five. Uh... You know I live for a gold star. (laughs) Did I do a good job? Oh my God. (laughs) Another podcast episode. (laughs) Alrighty, next question is from Kate, and her question is, morning routine with a three and six-year-old, how do I get my kid to listen and get ready for school without it ending in fighting? Are you sweating? Every day. Every (laughs) blessed day, you know? Yeah. I'm kidding. It's actually really, uh, I feel like we're in a good rhythm, but like, first of all, when you first go back to school, like this is inevitable, right? You're like going back into a pattern and you like a routine and it's just going to be a little bit of a learning curve. Dina, go ahead. Hit us Um, with the tips. Well, first thought as we're reminiscing here, (laughs) like I've worked with lots of families and it's not until now this year where my kid is going to school Mm. where I truly, truly understand what those mornings look like. Now you get it. And they're crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So tip one for trying to get out the door is okay tip one is actually just budget enough time in in general like it's gonna take a long time at this age when they are toddlers when they're preschoolers and this has so much to do with how their brains are developing they just don't have that part of their prefrontal cortex which frankly helps with executive functioning Mm. which is like thinking about what you need making a plan 
executing that time, plan. All by the, the way. things you Just need time, to get out knowing, the door for like, school. Oh, yeah. five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen oh, no. minutes that they don't have a concept Abstract of that concept. Yeah. Does not compute. We're really setting them up for failure because so they don't have a concept of that. You know? So what we want to do is set ourselves up for mm. success by budgeting just, frankly, a lot of time. A lot of time. That's going to look different for everyone. So like some people really like to make their lunches, pack their backpacks, do all the things the night before. Because again, you need to budget time for like, they're going to have a tantrum over the shoes. We cannot avoid that. You can try some of the prevent the tantrum strategies, like especially from our course. You can try them, of course. You can't always prevent every single tantrum. You can't always know like, well, it takes me 10 minutes to get out the door, so it'll take them out the door. It'll take them 10 minutes to get out the door. Budget the time for the meltdown. So some people allegedly like to do things the night before. Do you do that? Uh, God, no. God, no. I listen, I'm embarrassed and ashamed because I'm even worse. I won't even unpack the backpack. I'm the person. And by the way, my husband actually takes on a lot of this load because we do the thing where like you own this task and I will not do it. So you know what? I'm going to take the shame off of me for a second because I think this is what I would be like if I own this task. Okay. I would unpack the backpacks right when they got home from school, probably. Mm -hmm. And then I would leave it. And then the next morning I would pack everything. Okay. Mm -hmm. My husband owns the task of getting the things ready for school in the morning. We divide the tasks and I don't care what happens. I'm going to let him do that task and I'm not going to step in. I'm not going to micromanage and we might be late for school, but that's going to be what happens. So what our family does is (laughs) in the morning, the backpacks are just sitting there with everything still in them, like lunches, everything. (laughs) And I have ordered backup lunch boxes. Okay. So we always have clean lunch boxes and backup snack bags. And then he makes them that morning and then we get out the door for school. I love that. are you we are an after bedtime trade-off oh, every wow. time family where part I of the time i'm making lunch and then it's his turn he wow. has to make the lunch yeah i bet that makes things a lot easier yes and no it sucks <laughs> it sucks when it's i can't do a thing after bedtime i know people do that i know yeah. we're cleaning up i know we're doing what like it's hard the second that baby goes down that is me time that is me time the clock is running repercussions be damned i don't care (laughs) it's like the will ferrell meme you know that everybody has where he's like in the car and it's like i don't care i love it that's me after bedtime dude i don't care this is my time to shine this is when my husband and i we reconnect we love each other for a second we're not arguing over doing the snack boxes you know like this is my time this is our time we'll deal with it in the morning i'm cleaning dishes i'm like i hate this already just add another thing in just out of time. we do that so we do dishes i mean now we're going on a tangent i love it this is my favorite part of this show we do dishes like while one of the other one is doing bath time you oh, know wow. throw all three of them in a bath and so one of them is you know are you more in the mood to just go and we do family the kids? Ba- when we do family bath time everyone's so different uh, everyone's so different. what do you do do you do them separately no, we do it all together. Oh, like We're as a family. Like oh, hanging so out. No That's one of our doing out the dishes. Times. I see. Yeah, I yeah, see. yeah. Okay. We save it till after bedtime. I see. Yeah, to protect my mornings because I'm such a morning person. Like oh. I wake up, I make pancakes. There's the fireplace is on and we're listening to music. That's not my journey. Yeah. That's see, we're all journey. so different. Yeah. So back to... um. Sorry, what were we talking about? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, yes. How to get out the door. <laughs> okay. If we were to take our own advice, because uh, like, I'm just going to be honest, and I feel like this is the positive part of our Instagram account is like, you do not need to do everything that somebody tells you to do on Instagram. There are all these tips and tricks in the world. I don't do any of them to get out the door in the morning because I choose to like, let that be what it's going to be. Now, if you really want advice and you want a couple of like tips and tricks, a chart is a great idea. If you yeah. really, if your kids are just pushing back and pushing back and pushing back and you just can't get them to do anything, break it down into five steps, especially with a six-year-old, you know, five steps is good. Maybe three steps for the three-year-old, make them feel like they're in control. They're in charge. Turn the screens off by the way, yeah. right? When they are doing the chart, because like they're not, their brains can only handle so much. So like, end iPad time, end TV time. Now we're focusing on the chart. Okay, what do we do first? We get our shoes on. Great. Yeah, when you say a Ch chart, we mean literally a list of yes. like three to five things that they could do yes. to get out Realistic the door. things. Yeah. And when you give them a little bit of control, like they're the ones who gets to put the sticker next to it once they do it, that often can make them feel like they're in charge and make them more likely to actually go do it because they're excited to go put that sticker on. And part two of this, which I am good at because I don't even do the first part. Part two is boundaries. Okay. Yes. So a really common question that we get is like, Tina, Kristen, I'm doing the thing. I'm giving a choice. I'm doing the chart. And like, I'm like, hey, go put your shoes. Like, do you want the red shoes or the blue shoes? Do you want the red shoes or the blue shoes? I'm spending 45 minutes being like red shoes or blue shoes. It's not working. Boundaries, right? Yep. So we're like, hey, time to go. It's time to go. It's time to put your shoes on. Not, do you want to put your shoes on? It's time to put your shoes on now. Make it a statement. Do you want the red shoes or do you want the blue shoes? Offer a choice. If that's too much, if we get pushed back, if we have a tantrum, boundaries are your best friend. It sounds like you're having a hard time right now. I'm going to help you choose. We're going to put the blue shoes on. I know it's so hard to put the blue shoes on. I'm going to pick your body up now. We're going to go get in the car and do what we have to do to get out the door. Yeah. With my three-year-old, that's pretty much the whole morning is me giving a choice. And sometimes they do it, sometimes they don't. And then they start playing, right? And then I have to hold boundaries. And it's just like over and over until we get out the door. Which brings us back to the original point of like buffering enough time, yeah. right? It really is about buffering enough time. And I feel like I will say... I do think that we do generally get into a rhythm, especially if I'm holding boundaries in a good way. I mean, yeah. charts are great and giving a choice is great and all of that. But if I really am holding boundaries consistently, I don't know, by October, November, like most of the time, it's smooth getting out the door. Yeah, 100%. And I love what you said, too, because you can hold boundaries kindly. By the way, it Absolutely. takes some practice. A lot of us didn't have that when we were little, but it takes some practice. And you can be like, all right, I'm going to get your shoes on now because, you know, I hear you're having a hard time. I'll help mm -hmm. you put them on. You yep. know, that's what it sounds like. It's okay to be upset about yeah. that. Yep. We're not scolding. We're not begging. We're not pleading. Yeah. It's just a calm, loving, firm boundary. That's one of the most magical things about boundaries is like getting rid of the whole pleading and negotiating thing, which drives yes. me nuts. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky 
co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Okay, Dina. <laughs> Speaking of getting out the door. <laughs> that was a good segue. You're so good at segues. <laughs> wow. Usually on these episodes, I'm here. You know, I'm ready to like keep going. I could go all night. <laughs> and um, I don't know what it is about today. Is it a menti bee or is it my period? It's my period this time. I know. Um, oh my gosh. I have a confession oh that God, I have. No. I'm sorry. Last thing no, I swear. Please continue. I haven't now told I to you know. this. Go ahead. Or anyone. Oh my God. I think maybe this is a sign I want to have another baby, but like what? I'm supposed to get my period okay. right before my surgery, which is insane. Yeah. But anyways, I've been taking a pregnancy test every day for the last four days. Like, am I pregnant? Dina, am I first pregnant? of all, this is, pregnant? I thought you were about to say you are pregnant. No. Okay. Oh, but you no. Might I would like text you oh, crying okay. right okay. away. Yeah. But I keep thinking, I'm like, mm, am I? I mean, that is a sign. It hit me today. I was like, maybe oh, you just want to be. You really want the baby. I think we'll start in a few months. Oh! Trying! I'm so excited! A baby! Cross your fingers for me. Oh my god! Now I'm excited. I know. Oh my god! I'm gonna, gonna be cry. An <gasps> oh, I can't wait. Oh my god! I'm just like thinking. I'm like, let's just like make a playlist. We have to like get a labor room and ready. Like I need to get some candles. You <laughs> okay, know what I mean? Let's okay, manifest the go first back. part. Okay, step by step. Step back. Okay. <laughs> All the way back here. All the way back here. Okay. Anyways, I'm wow. a crazy person taking like a million pregnancy tests. Oh, that's my that's point. a hard place to be, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a great. Didn't you also like like take an ovulation test too in the middle of it you were just like taking all the tests in the you know? middle of it i just mean like, every day yeah you're just, i track like, my ovulation a lot of all tests. the time with lh strips but like during when you're also testing close to your period yeah too. well my hormones are a little yeah, bit off that's a different okay story. that's a whole different okay. thing like who knows what's gonna happen bottom line <laughs> <laughs> let me get a surgery and circle back how about that <laughs> okay I feel like we need no no I feel like we need like an expansion on the is it a menti b mental breakdown or is it your period or are you pregnant because that's our usual sort of game that right. we're going with this is now we're adding some layers in you yes. know it's like is it a menti b is it my period am I pregnant is it endometriosis <laughs> is it my hormones are, yeah. is it you know like is it, is it the moon like we don't know what it is is Did it you the charge test? your is crystals it <laughs> strip is it is he a virgo is he a libra there's like a lot of things happening sorry right did you now. say such <laughs> you know what i really do want to know though i mean now that we're here i really do want to know what sign shep is because i just feel like there's know. a lot there and i feel like we're going to take this offline and maybe look up like craig shep and austin's astrology charts open your google let's go <laughs> Wait, now we really have to right before we leave. Hold on. Okay, do you have a guess? Like, what do you think Shep is? Um, based off the very little I know and his face, okay. I would probably <laughs> you know nothing. But I feel like Scorpio. Fucking nail this. Scorpio. Oh my god. That's my guess. How do you do you even think if I Google Shep Southern Charm Astrology, someone will have already done this for, probably for me? So 
There's a lot Ma- oh of my, people oh, in let this me world. Just read this so word out there for, for everyone. Please, Bravos, like Bravaholics, don't come for me. I'm reading this word for word. When you Google Shep Southern Charm Astrology, it says, and I quote, Shep Rose, man child Shep Rose was born <laughs> September 27th, making him a Libra. <gasps> a Libra. Son, a Libra man. Well, I can actually, see I'm seeing that. it now. I can see that. And the outfits and stuff. You know? Um, hold on. Now I have to say, Craig, Southern, Charm, thank you for bearing with us. I mean, whoever needs to close out can, but I feel like, I mean, are you really like, Just we need out. to know this. First of all, when you Google it, it's like, Craig, net worth. Craig, pillows. <laughs> Charm, astrology. Craig, the dog. Okay, Craig is an Aquarius. Okay. Junie vibes. I love that. That makes sense. <laughs> Hold on. Now I have to know about Austin. I feel like it's a Virgo. I feel like he's a Virgo. I'm just going to say we it. We got to round this out. And what do you think? Um, The one you want to ask? Hmm. I'm going to go... I'm gonna go with the Capricorn. Okay. Oh, I love that guy. <gasps> Austin Kroll, born June sixteenth, nineteen eighty-seven, in Washington D.C., is a Gemini. Hello, crazy man. That's why. Nice that's to be why with you, on you, the chose ride. What you chose. That's what you chose. Life of the party. <laughs> that's what it says on here. All right, bestie. Well, this was great. I feel like I know. I've learned a lot on this episode. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Ooh. Bestie. I think I want to go watch the show in bed. Oh my God. Do you want to go watch Southern Charm? Yeah. For like five minutes bed? before you go? Yeah. I'll show first. Okay. If you want. okay. Bye, besties. We'll see you next week. See you soon. On tonight's episode, we talked a lot about potty and the tantrums that come after potty training. Please, big little bestie, don't let this scare you off from potty training. Our course, Potty Training Made Simple, is only $34 and it will literally take you through the before, during, and after potty training because potty training can be kind of scary. You don't necessarily know what you're doing. We will take all of the guesswork out of it. We will literally tell you what to do, what to say on day one, day two, and day three, where your child will be potty trained by the end of this course or your money back guaranteed. Anything that comes up during potty training or after, like tantrums, resistance, poop struggles, you name it, we cover it in this course. So go head to biglittlefeelings.com slash courses to grab potty training made simple today. Make your life easy. Take the guesswork out of it. We are here to help. Thank you so much for being here with us. This has been an Odyssey production, executive produced by Lauren LaGrasso, produced by Daniela Silva, edited by Bob Tabador, and theme music composed by Liz Full. Then studio lighting designed by Shane Sackett and designed by Jackie Shearman. Special thanks to Odyssey Executive Vice President and Head of Podcasts, Jenna Weiss-Berman. And thank you for being here with us. We can't wait till next week.